You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. question is asked in the conclusion of Hebrews 13 and 6. Question being, what can man do to me? In my experience, and and probably your experience as well, man, a woman, can disappoint you. Oh, yeah. Watch this. How many all all over the sanctuary don't mind putting up a hand and say, yeah, I've, I've had somebody disappoint me? I've had somebody tell me one thing and they did something else and it disappointed me. I was expecting uh, her to do this, but she did that and she disappointed me. I I, I just knew he was going to give me the thing that, that, that he had been talking about, but he didn't do it. I, I was even so eager to where I was just waiting. I just knew he would do it, but he did do it. Ooh, look at somebody and say, yeah, I was just disappointed because it didn't happen. And ask him or her, have you ever been disappointed because it just didn't happen? And then folk will change on you. They'll change on you. They'll say a whole lot of stuff, and then three or four months later, they'll change on you. Well, I thought you said, yeah, but something came up, and so. Folk could change on you. But then we also have to consider The text, Hebrews 13 and 5, as well as uh, Joshua 1 and 5, it it talks about two words. Well, it, it gives us two words, forsaking and leaving. There are that that know what it is for somebody to leave you. Who vowed they wouldn't. You know what it is for somebody to say something to you and you believe it and, and, and you, you take their word and, and, and so you have baby after baby because of that person's word and, and, and your desire as well. But then after you have his children, 
he decides to leave you and not give you any support. So you're going to leave me. And you know I only work 20 hours a week. And I got to chase you down to get money for your children. Remember how you told me that you love me and you're going to take care of me and your children. And now you doing me like this. He left and because he left, you had to get out of the house. Because he wasn't willing to, to continue to pay the mortgage or the rent. And your neighbors outside just looking at, at, at everything that's taking place. Looking at folk remove the furniture. That he said he would get on credit but he would pay for. What I'm talking about may not be your story, but has somebody ever left you? Who vowed to you they would? Have somebody you thought that would always be connected to you ever left you by your Self, physically speaking. Has it ever happened to you? It's quiet in the room. I don't even have to lift up my voice. I can just spend all that money on the wedding. Three months later, he left. rented a, a horse and chariot for your wedding because you wanted to ride around the block. But six months later, he left. Say to somebody, folks will let you down. Folk will let you down. And, and sometimes when, when people leave you, disappoint you, a change on you, it will cause you to enter into a state not only of disappointment, but you're fearful because... Of all you're going to have to deal with because the person left. I got to deal with this, that, and the other because he ain't man enough. <laughs> to do what he's supposed to do. I got to deal with all of this stuff. 
all of these bills. Because he left. And had me put my name on it and saying he didn't want to put his name on it right now. So now. He's still driving the truck, but my name. <laughs> and so you're fearful, upset. Because somebody. You never thought would forsake you. Did so. Some of us have experienced folks that are real close. Even church folk. Will forsake you. Will say one thing but do something completely different. And act like it's okay. That's the reason you can never put all of your trust in a person. I said that's the reason you can never put all of your trust in a person. You have to go so far with folk. The only one you can truly trust with everything is God. I trust you with everything, pal. Suppose I die on you. Suppose I backslide on you. The only one you can fully trust that you don't have to worry about dying on you. Or doing something crazy on you. Is God. That's the reason you should never allow. Your lifestyle to be based upon a person. I would get saved. But, would it, but my boyfriend he ain't ready to get saved. I would come to church, but my husband, he ain't ready. You can never base your lifestyle on somebody else. Don't come to church just because your family come to church. Don't come to church just because your husband come to church. Don't not come to church just because your husband will not come to church. Bible is more clear. It says let every man or woman work out his or her own soul salvation. How? With reverence of fear and trembling. Because folks will disappoint you. Folks will let you down. Folks will change on you. Folks will leave you or forsake you. The reason you got women that like to be with other women. They done been messed up by so many low down men. To where they think every man is low down. 
but let me put you in check. Every man is not low down. You can try to justify your mess by saying every man is low down, but there are some men that still believe in doing what does saith God. Oh, y'all stay with me. Say to your neighbor, man can do some stuff to you. That's the reason you just get so close. But don't put a hundred percent of your trust in nobody. Love them according to what the Bible tells you. But never put all of your trust in nobody save God. How many are listening? Some folks have put too much trust in folks to the point to where they forsake, where they forsook them, that they took their own lives. Others, they, they were so upset when it happened to where their mind just snapped. And from that day to the present. They have to take pills just to cope with every day. Got to get up taking a pill just to deal with the issues of the day. They got too close. And so, you have to be to the point to where no matter what comes up in your life, child of God, you keep living by faith. You keep living by the word of God. Because in this life, changes are going to happen. That you have no control over. Somebody is going to do some particular things. Or people are going to do particular things. That will affect you. But you have to be to the point to where you're going to live according to God's word. Despite what happens. And so. There are some nuggets here in, in Hebrews 13, 5, and 6 that we can apply to our thoughts, our words, and our deeds when man starts tripping or your woman brother starts tripping. Some stuff you, you, you got right here that you can handle whatever comes your way. Two things in particular according to Hebrews 13 and 5. Be, because notice he, he says to the saints, let your conduct be without 
covetousness. Covetousness in, in the scripture literally has to do with being greedy. You don't need to have traits that say you are greedy or you love filthy Luke. But figuratively, covetousness has to do with you having behavior that is disorderly or ungodly. See, because when, when folks leave you, forsake you, change on you, or disappoint you, the first thing that, that starts happening with your emotions is, is that you feel like doing some ungodly stuff. You feel like saying some ungodly stuff. Look at how some of y'all looking. You, you, you act like you just, well, he, he took everything. He, he got all the $150,000 that was in our joint bank account, and he left, and, and, and it ain't nothing there. Now, I ain't got nothing. Yeah, and when something like that happened, you just, within yourself, just can't say hallelujah anyhow. In your mind, you want to see him so you can say some stuff. I need some real folk in here. I, is it anybody over here if somebody took money that you helped put in the bank? Oh, maybe 150000 ain't ain't really much for y'all over here. I better go over here. For 10 years, y'all have been saving money in a joint account. A hundred and fifty thousand. You are the one that checked the bank statement every month. But then he turns around behind your back, takes out every bit of the money. Didn't leave not one penny in the account. Don't that make you want to say something? You wait till I see him. I'm just Matter of fact, he got the nerve to take it. <laughs> he didn't put but 62,000 of the money. The rest of it, I put in that. <laughs> but, then, but then the Hebrew writer says, you can't be disordered. Can't be ungodly. Seem like it's a moment when it ought to be okay to be ungodly. Can I just curse him out this time because he took everything? Can I just get it off my chest? No, let your conduct be without covetousness. Say to your neighbor, he did you wrong. Brother's looking kind of funny now, so let, let's just 
add to that, she did you wrong. But you still have to be godly. You still got to be godly. Man, I put down thousands on this particular car and, and, and didn't find out until afterward that it was a scam. I ain't going to tell you no lie. No, I didn't cuss nobody out. I know you're you, you thinking I'm finna go there. I didn't cuss nobody out. But I'm going to tell you something. Coming to my mind was, was words I hadn't spoke in a long, long time. I, I was like this walking around the house. I wish I could just whip my gun. I wish I could just see him right. Wish I could just see him right now. If I could have saw him, I don't know what would have happened. But when certain things take place, certain emotions or feelings just rise. They rise. But again, the writer said, let your conduct be without covetousness. So if I'm going to be a faith walker, he abandoned me, but I still got to do the right thing. Somebody is going through something right now that surrenders. You mad at somebody. You upset with somebody because of this, that, and the other. But if you're going to be a faith walker, if you're going to remain in the will of God, this is your rank. You've been waiting on him to do right by your children for 17 years. You hadn't got but two and a half payments. And he running around talking about Look at him, them my children. Can't you tell he look just like me? And you done see my daughter. She done got so tired. Them ain't your children. If what want to come out of your mouth. You want to tell everybody that he ain't gave you but two and a half payments. And then the sad thing is when your children get old enough, they can actually start seeing the debt beat. And then you feel, I can't believe I told them that daddy didn't, didn't, didn't give me but two and a half payment. Now they want it with him during the week. The children you put before God. Now they have forsaken you. But you still have to have orderly conduct. Can't believe.
would leave. I told them what they did. I told them how they did. He used to slap me from room to room. Beat me in the stomach like I was a man. And I still ain't got that money from him. And they going to see him week in and week out. Feel like cussing at your own children. But, but, but then he takes it further. Be, be, because you have found yourself in, in a particular state. He done took the money. The children have, have started spending time with their deadbeat debt. And now the Hebrew writer tells us because we don't have the 150 (laughs) be content with such things as you We were going to use that money to get a condo. But now you want me to be content. With what I have, the furniture gone. Money gone. The truck that I signed with, he took it and left me that car that cranked when it want to crank. <laughs> be, <laughs> be content. Be happy with this. It isn't amazing how when, when folk leave or forsake you, the state they live, leave you in and... <laughs> But as a faith walker, you have to be content. Lord, he took them nice clothes, too. I don't. Oh, Lord. No, he didn't. Is he going to give them to somebody else or is he going to try to sell my pocketbooks? He did a number on you, sister. Look at her sister and say, sister, he did a number on you. (laughs) Took the 150 plus your Versace, Gucci, Off-White, Brunello. He left you. At least he left your pocketbook. That beige one you got from Walmart. 
Y'all know I'm paraphrasing, right? But you have to understand, there are folk in here today that are going through some stuff that are not laughing at what I'm talking about because they are ready to go off on the person that stabbed them in the back. But they read scriptures like Hebrews 13 and 5 that that tells them, be content with such things as you have. In Philippians, the fourth chapter, the 11th through the 13th verse, Paul said, I have learned to be content. See, being content is something you have to learn. He basically said to the saints at Philippi, I've learned to live with or without. I know how to act when when I'm empty, but I also know how to act when I'm full. In every state, in every situation, I know how to deal with stuff. And see, as children of God, we have to learn to be content because life will throw some stuff at you. People will change on you. So you have to get to the point to where you just know how to live no matter what type situation you find yourself in. Get this. Biblically speaking, When you are content, you have learned to accept whatever situation or circumstance that arises in your life. You don't learn to accept it. If God allows it, he going to give you exactly what it takes to handle it you can't think you're under a curse just because a low down man left you sister now he may have took the 150 he may even have took that truck with your name on it but he's the one under a curse he's the one that better be looking behind not because you looking for him, you searching for him with your little 22 or your 25 special. No, because he done touched a child of God. He done messed with the wrong person this time. God himself said, touch not my anointed. Don't you ever worry when somebody messes with you, child of God, does you wrong, leaves you, or forsakes you because God got your back, your front, your sides, your top, your bottom, every part of you. Look at somebody and say, I don't know what you're going through right now. I don't know what all you have been through. 
I don't know who did you wrong. I don't know who said this, that, and the other. But because you are a faith walker, because you are a child of God, God has your back. God is going to make sure that everything the enemy took from you is going to be restored. Say to your neighbor, get ready for payback. I said get ready for payback. He will low down enough to take the 150, but God going to turn around and bless you with double for your trouble. He did it for Job, and if he did it for Job, he... Say to your neighbor, don't keep being mad at something that happened 18 years ago. Don't stay upset because of something that happened nine years ago. Put on your praise garment. Get your music on. Get your feet ready to dance. Get your hands ready to clap. Get your hands ready to wave. Because God get ready to restore Look at somebody and tell just stay in the will of God. Say it to another person, just stay in the will of God. Because see, when man do do you wrong, whether it's your spouse or somebody else, if, You are without covetousness. You're still operating in order. You're content even though he did you wrong. He was low down. You ain't fearing or worrying about what he did. Why? Because you're a faith walker. You're not operating in covetousness, but you are content. He think he gonna bring me completely down. <laughs> Thank you, hon. He think this, that, and the other just gonna cause me to leave my God. To stop praying, to get mad, upset. But he don't realize he took something that God is able to restore. So I'm not going to worry about that. I'm I'm not going to just let that stuff eat away at me. I'm going to do what the word says. I'm going to lay this weight aside. You can't keep holding on to what that person did to you. Yeah, 
Yeah, he was low down. Yeah, she was the dirty low down something. But you can't keep thinking about it every time you see a gray house. Lord, look at that house. That looked just like the house, my old. Lord, let me hurry up and get by this house. You can't keep worrying about something that happened 20 plus years ago. He is not worth you carrying him around all day long. I know she was kind of cute, brother, and I know she was, but you can't keep carrying her around with you day in and day out. It's time to let her Look at somebody and say, let that thing or that person go. He hurt you, but let him go. She stabbed you in the back, but let her go. He talked about you, but let him go. Peter said it another way. Peter said, cast all of your care upon God. Why? He cares for you. Quit thinking about who left you quit thinking about who did you wrong and recognize that there is one that has made you a promise God has made you a promise he left you high and dry but God is still with you he left you thinking you were going to be by yourself but the minute he hit the door that was the minute God got closer to you why is that Psalm 46 and 1 he is a very present help in time of trouble when she did you wrong God knew that you needed somebody to get a little closer to you and that's the reason David Penn he is a very present help in the time of trouble or need say to your neighbor God is with you right now Despite what that person did. Despite what happened in your life. God is still right there with me. I'm not going to leave you. He took all the money. But don't you worry about that. The earth is the Lord's. And it's fullness. And it's a promise to you child of God. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk up rightly it didn't sink in right in here back over there and over there i better say it one more time no good thing will he withhold from those who walk up rightly don't look just for the 150 to come back look for God again to give you double for your trouble but it ain't gonna stop right there remember the promise of Jesus God can bless you good measure press down shake it together and running over you just have to lose that thing that's been holding you down And you tell those folks that's been tell, talking about you by yourself because a low down man or a low down woman left you. You let them know, I ain't by myself. 
Say to your neighbor, God with me right now. I may, can't physically touch him, but I feel him in the morning. I feel him at noon. I feel him all day long. If you believe that, if you know that, tell somebody, God is with me right. God is with you now. You may be physically single, but God is with you right now. You're never alone. Quit listening to them sad songs. Quit looking at those sad movies that makes you utter death out of your mouth. I'm alone. He beat me, but he was good to me sometimes. How do you sound? He was good to you sometimes, but he beat you. I enjoyed cuddling with him on the couch, even though he didn't pay no bills. Listen to you. Do you know God being with you as long as you remain a faith walker? He will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. Do you know in blessing that God will bless you in your house when you step out? Whether it's on grass, on pavement, on cement, or some other type surface. Because that's how much he loves you. Say to your neighbor, get out of your head. You're alone. I don't know nobody who I can get the money from. I'm just by my... No, you ain't. Listen to God. He'll tell you exactly what you need to do. Not just to get the money you need. But plus, he'll do ex- Seating abundantly above all that you ask or think. But your mind has to be in the right place. When you read certain crazy signs, don't, don't, don't look at them signs as if that's talking about you. Life hard, but it's harder alone. <laughs> that's me. No, it ain't. That ain't you. He will never leave you. No. Forsake you. What does that say? You're never going to be alone. Never. But it's a pretty soul. And it's just speak. It was speaking to me. Yeah, it was, it was the devil speaking to you. A demon speaking to you. The Bible tells us that whatever is in contrast to the will of God. Let it be a liar or curse. How can it be a lie? Because it's the money. How can you say that? John 8 and 44. 
The devil is the father. A origin of lies come from Satan. You are not alone. The greatest person that can ever be with you is with you. God. God. And he's promised never to leave or forsake you. Walk, I'm going to be right here with you. They did you wrong, Walker, but hey, you, you, you're focusing on them too much, Walker. Walker, I'm still here. She did you wrong, brother, but God is still with you. He's still with you. See, see when we have trouble, the, the one thing that, that, that we... Don't recognize the way we need to. It's God. We are like the world going in when, when certain folk forsake us or leave us. But God is right there. Still saying, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. In my clothes, Joshua and Moses were tight. Very tight. Moses trusted Joshua and vice versa. Moses would take Joshua with him, took him, took him with him on one particular occasion. When God had told him he wanted to see him on the mountain. And so they got so far. Moses said to Joshua, he said, hey, I want you to stay right here. Until I come back. Moses went up to the mountain. And God. Well Moses said to God. He, he said I want to see you. God said to him. I'll show you my hand parts. That's how we ended up with Genesis. Exodus. Leviticus. Numbers and Deuteronomy. God showed Moses his whole history of what started from the beginning. But while God was revealing to Moses all of these things, days start going by. Weeks start going by. Where's Joshua? Still in the very place. That Moses told them to stay. Didn't bring no lunch when you read the scripture. But he's still in that same place. Because that's how loyal and close he was to Moses. But then God in his omniscience. Decided he was going to take Moses. Took him. And before he left, he had asked God to make sure he put somebody over the congregation. 
And so God made sure Joshua would be over it because that was Moses' choice. And so for the first time in his life, since he has started following God, Joshua is without Moses. And so Joshua 1 and 1 begins by saying, after the death of Moses, God appeared. Oh, he came to Joshua the son of none, letting him know my servant Moses is, is dead. In a blessed state. Blessed are those who die. In who? But then in verse 5, he, he tells him. Joshua, Moses dead, but no man shall be able to stand against you all the days of your life. A lifelong promise, an unchanging promise. If God tells you he's going to bless you, you stay in his will, you can lose every job you, you get. But he's still going to bless you. If God tells you he's going to take care of you, sister girl, you can get married two or three times. And if you marry a low-down man two or three times, as soon as they leave, guess who's going to keep taking care of you? God. He changes. Not same promise he made to Moses, he made to Joshua because he tells Joshua in the latter part, as I was with Moses, that's how I'm going to be with you. This is the key right here. Lord have mercy. Y'all stay with me. This is the key. Joshua was a loyal follower of Moses. See, God couldn't have told Joshua, as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you if he wasn't loyal. That's the reason certain promises that, that God may make to me, he can't make to everybody. Because everybody is not. So you get mad now. But you reap what you sow. He knew Joshua was loyal to Moses and that Moses was loyal to him. As I was with Moses, that's how I'm going to be with you. Moses got to the Red Sea and God Open up the Red Sea in order for Moses and, his, and the children of Israel to go through. Joshua got to the Jordan. God didn't open up the Jordan like he did the Red Sea. But when Joshua got to walking where it was deep. He made sure it went down. He kept walking, but, but the water 
never got to the point to where he couldn't walk. Same way he was with Moses. He was with Joshua. When Moses got across the Red Sea, the enemy started coming after him as if they were going to partake of the blessings of God. Not so. God let them get in, told Moses, put up your stick again. And then the sea which he had opened, he allowed it to destroy every enemy of Moses out of Egypt. I know when you look at the CBS version, for some reason or another, they let Pharaoh live. But that ain't Bible. Kill all his enemies. But get this. When Joshua and the two and a half tribes got to Jericho, Jericho had heard about them doing this, that, and the other. And so they decided to seal off the place. Make sure can't nobody come in or nobody go out. They didn't have no bulldozers back then, but they did know how to walk according to the will of God. And so the Lord told, told Joshua, I want you to walk around Jericho. Look at me walking around. Walk around Jericho. Give me a completion number. Walk around Jericho. Same way I was with Moses, I'm going to be with you, Joshua. And the walls of Jericho, without a bulldozer or any other type of machinery, it came down. The mortar couldn't hold it. The bricks couldn't hold it. The steel that they had put in the doors and so forth couldn't hold it. It took them years to construct it. But a walk of completion caused it to come down. Why? As I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And finally in Hebrews 13 and 6 or 13, 5 and 6 the writer says to the people of God after he tells them that God will never leave nor forsake them that we can boldly or say with confidence that the Lord is our helper. Say to your neighbor, no matter what you go through, the Lord is your helper. Say that to another neighbor, no matter what you go through. And you can say it with boldness. In the book of Proverbs 28, the first 28 and 1, it says that the righteous are bold as lions. 
We should be to the point to where we, we are fearless despite situations and circumstances. You get a bad report. You, you, you're not going to crawl in a hole. No, you're going to be as fearless as a lion. Why? You're not alone in it. You're not alone in it. Your family gets to talking crazy. Don't worry about that. You're still not alone. For he has said he'll never leave you or forsake you. I'm done. I'm done.